Welcome to the Project DIY Hunter Podcast. If you're thinking about hunting DIY or if you've been hunting DIY for a long time, this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we seek to gain knowledge to continue to be successful DIY hunters. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Charles with Project DIY Hunter Podcast. Um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I know we did. We went down to Beaufort and uh, put the boat in that we go offshore fishing in. And we, we got in the water and, and got it on the lift. And we also got to do a little bit of red fishing. So we, we got to do a little bit Saturday, but it was really chilly and really windy. So um, we didn't stay out there very long. And then Sunday we did a little more fishing and, you know, it didn't really have much luck. It was, it was pretty cold and pretty windy all weekend, but we, we did get to, to ride around a little bit and hang out and eat some really good food. We were able to go eat over at a uh, fish camp on Port Royal, which is one of my favorite places. But today this podcast is going to be about New Mexico and the draw application strategy. Um, I'm going to try to give you what I think you should do or or if you um, should actually apply here in New Mexico, which this year I'm not going to. Me and Kenny are going to Colorado. We have picked out a unit that we're going to apply for, you know, with 100% draw odds. And he's pumped to go and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go back out. I went to Wyoming last year. Me and my wife went out there. There'll be an episode on that with her um, hopefully pretty soon. And there's a whole funny story on how that happened. And then we went straight from there to the campground, put the meat in the freezer that my parents had. Um, they come out and was planning the hunt with us. My dad had an antelope tag. And while he was in Minnesota, he tore a major ligament in his knee and had to have surgery in Fargo, North Dakota. And so my mom had to drive the um, RV from minnesota all the way down to wyoming um, and it was really windy the pretty much the whole time we were there so it was not easy uh, for her to drive that that camper to wyoming but they made it um, they made it there uh, about the same time we did and so we didn't actually get to hunt um, very much with them i was hoping to hunt a little more you know with my dad but being that he was basically laying in the bed or he did try to lay in the back of the car um some and we did try to fill his tag but the antelope didn't really cooperate he could only walk you know a very short distance so none of the antelope were close enough to the road for us to get any kind of shot but they were able to make it back to south carolina and they were able to take the meat back with them so that was a lot easier than trying to fly it back, and we were able to go to Yellowstone. We've been to Yellowstone before, but we never went from the east side entrance to the west, so we wanted to go to Idaho. Um, never been to Idaho, so we went to Idaho Falls. Check that out. It was really cool, and then went from Idaho to the Grand Tetons and hung out there for a little while in, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We actually stayed in Cody, Wyoming before we went into Yellowstone in a really cool um, Buffalo Bill Hotel with a saloon and all that kind of stuff downstairs. It, it was pretty cool. But yeah, so New Mexico. 
So New Mexico draw deadline is March the 17th, and you'll find out the results on April 28th. So that's a pretty quick turnaround, being that you have to pay for the tag up front. Um, So New Mexico does not have a preference point system. So the upside to that system is that we're all on equal playing fields. You can have the same chance as a person that's been applying for a long time. Um, The downside, though, is New Mexico only gives 6% of their tags to the self-guided non-resident hunter and 10% to non-residents that apply with a guide. Then the rest, 84%, are for the residents of New Mexico. So that means as the self-guided non-resident hunter, we are competing for a really small number of tags. But the hunt quality is definitely worth it. Um, if you can get one of those tags in your pocket. New Mexico does have multiple seasons. So they have like two archery seasons, which they do have shorter durations, like the rifle seasons are around five days long. Um, So that's a lot shorter than a lot of the other states out west. And so one thing you want to do is be careful when you're applying for units in New Mexico. So the Non-resident tags are limited to that 6%. So if a unit has 10 tags available, the non-resident can only get 6% of those, which is 0.6 of the tags. So that means there is no tags for non-residents because New Mexico does not round up. So obviously that is not a place you want to apply because you have zero chance of drawing the tag. So another thing about New Mexico this different than a lot of places is they have great youth hunt um, because there's no age on applying as long as you have that hunter's education. Um, so you can start applying when you're 10 years old and and go out there and hunt. So I want to talk a little bit about the species that they have in New Mexico, which is deer, antelope, elk, sheep. Then you have these ibex, oryx, and the barbary sheep. Um, which you can't find anywhere else. So to apply for these, um, you got to pay a $65 non-refundable base license. And it's $13 per species. And, you know, for your deer, you're paying $386. Uh, For antelope, it's $283. And then you have two different tags for elk. So you have a standard tag, which is $548. Then you got their high quality or high demand tag, which is $773. Um, and so their sheep is 3173 So you have to pay that $13 and that $65 plus the 3173 when you apply for a sheep. You might as well just go ahead and, and give your $65 to a charity or to Ducks Unlimited or something like that because you are probably not going to draw that tag it is very very low odds um then you have the ibex which is 1623 oryx is 1623 and then your barberry sheep the poor man's sheep is 373 dollars which is one of the tags that i want to draw um i would be applying for it this year if i wasn't already going to colorado or, or set up to go colorado with a hundred percent draw odds so speaking of draw odds, we can talk a little bit about that. Um, your deer, your average draw odds are around 30%. Obviously, it fluctuates on um, location, the amount of public land, the success rate, and 
the number of tags that that they get hand out to non-residents. So antelope, you have really low odds of draw antelope, right around four to five percent. And some of the archery hunts, you know, they're they're higher, you know, up to thirty percent. But you know, that's a lot more challenging to uh, kill antelope with a bow. So you have your elk. Elk has low draw odds, and then your sheep have very low draw odds. And then your ibex and your oryx are right around, probably in between the the elk and the sheep. And then you have your barberry sheep, um, which is the one I was wanting, and it's like six and a half to nine percent. You know, depending on time and and obviously the success rate is a big factor in those draw odds. And also, you cannot turn your tags back in in New Mexico. So. New Mexico is definitely a place I suggest you apply in because, um, I mean, it's, it's only costing you $65 to put your name in the hat, and but you do have to be ready to go hunt that year. You know, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a tag, so you can't really plan ahead like you can in other states where you know you have a certain amount of preference points and you'll be able to draw that tag. You have, you know, 100% draw odds. You can look on Go Hunt and it'll tell you, you know, what units you have a 100% draw odds compared to the amount of points you have, you know, in, in New Mexico, it's low odds across the board. Um, you're not guaranteed a tag really anywhere and you want to apply for a hard to draw, a medium, you know, medium draw odds. And then, you know, if you really want to go hunting, you know, something with, with higher draw odds, um, and they'll they'll pick through those choices. You could have a fourth choice, but that's usually kind of like a over the counter type tag. And then for your fifth choice, you can apply, and then you can decide if you actually want to take that tag or not. Um, once you once you draw it, one of my favorite things about New Mexico is you can still draw a Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, or Arizona deer tag um, if you are not successful in New Mexico. So I just kind of wanted to go through this because I know, you know, the the draw um, deadline is coming up on, on the 17th. And it's definitely somewhere you need to apply if you don't already have um, something in mind. And they also have coos deer tags like they do in Arizona. And they are mostly, you know, on the southern part of the state. And then they actually have some whitetail also that's more of on the eastern side of the state. So I would definitely suggest to apply here in New Mexico, um, give it a shot, you know, throw in that super hard to draw unit, the mediocre unit, and then the easy unit if you really want to go hunt um, New Mexico. And, you know, once again, you can reach out to us at projectdiyhunter at gmail.com. And then we have a Facebook, Instagram, and all that, Project DIY Hunter. Also, go check out our YouTube channel. Um, it doesn't have that much on it right now, but we have some stuff in the works that will be showing up soon. So if you want to go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit the bell, and that way you can get notifications when we update new videos. And thanks, everybody, for listening, and go Tigers.